0: Welcome to the Kupinger Cole Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias but I'm the Director of the Practice Identity and Access Management here at Kupinger Cole Analysts. My guest today is Nitish Deshpande. He is a Research Analyst with Kupinger Cole. Hi Nitish, good to have you.
1: Hi Matthias, I'm glad to be here. And uh, it's been a while since my last podcast,
0: so looking forward to this one. Absolutely. It's been a while, uh, but you've been busy. You've been busy writing research. And as you are working in the area of IGA, Identity Governance and Administration, this is, of course, very close to me, on the one hand, being the director of the practice IAM. Um, this is, of course, an important topic for us when it comes to compliance, to governance, to organizations doing things right and being able to prove that and on the other hand I'm I'm a, the head of advisory so I see where organizations currently are struggling when it comes to um yeah properly using and implementing and and designing uh, iga solutions and one ex- aspect that i see is really the topic of access governance and you've been working on that uh, why is this such an important aspect when we are talking about access governance
1: Yes, exactly. As you mentioned, access governance is very important. Um, there is an increased demand for access governance-only products in the market, especially from organizations that have already have identity provisioning in the place, but not a dedicated access governance tool. And One of the reasons that we have seen is that organizations are struggling with visibility. Um, access governance solves this issue. It provides answers to Who has access to what, who has accessed what and why, and uh, who has granted this access. So access governance really provides the necessary tools uh, for uh, answering these questions and also around managing workflows, access entitlements, run reports, um, also things like access certification campaigns and SOD checks. So it's it's becoming very important for organizations to have uh, good,
0: strong, dedicated access governance tool in place. From my experience, what I've seen is that this started out in organizations which usually are highly regulated, so financial organizations, uh, which always had to make sure that they provide evidence that they are handling their identities and their access well. But this has changed. This has expanded to other areas, other industries as well. Is this something that you see as well? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, access governance
1: market, from what we have seen, is it's already uh, growing and maturing, but it continues to evolve. And as you mentioned, it's uh, quite prominent in the finance and banking sector. But we have seen it uh, outgrow into different sectors because organizations of all sectors currently are striving to gain visibility. Um, so we have seen this in retail, banking, finance. Then uh, government industries as well, where it's quite important to govern the access of identities and users. So we have definitely seen this grow in different sectors
0: of industries. And when people think of access governance, they are usually shying away from what they think is the most important stuff, which is recertification. So at the end of the year, these large recertification campaigns, long lists which need to be checked and ticked off and access removed. But if you look at the full market, at the full capabilities, what are the capabilities across access governance which address these issues to gain insight into who has access? to what and why
1: yes it's a, it's a big it's much bigger picture so yeah, definitely it has uh, components about access certifications but uh, there's also about collecting current and previous access information from different system of all the users then you need to have a responsible person who provides uh, access certifications and checks the current status of access controls Then also the thing about uh, access analytics and intelligence is also on the rise. Access analytical capabilities to facilitate uh, organizations and help them understand the current state of of access controls using automation and machine learning and AI. is also uh, a trend which we have observed, which is uh, picking up in the market. And Then you also have risk-based access management, where access is assigned to users based on their risk score and uh, also providing interfaces to request access to specific information for systems including workflow policy organization so it's a big much bigger picture than uh, uh, with request to access governance you also have policies which to which need to be right in place um, so while uh, working on this I have found out many more things which were Which align with IGA, but also are more uh, more
0: specialized when it comes to just access governance. Right. With the, with the usage of, of identities across whole enterprises really growing and getting more important and more identities and more access and more applications. Uh, many organizations are asking for, for automation, for supportive systems who help them in achieving access governance or for implementing access governance with, with technology. You've mentioned briefly machine learning and you've mentioned analytics. Is this also something that the vendors are looking into supporting larger organizations in, in getting better more efficient having support even through machine learning
1: yes definitely automation is is a key trend which we have observed uh, which is on the rise and one of the main reason is that it reduces workload uh, a burden on the it staff and this helps to reduce the cost and time and that, that way the administrators can focus more on uh, let's say for example the low risk access request can be automated. And that way now the administrators can save time and focus more on high risk access requests and uh, provide more insights into that one. So automation is definitely helping, and uh, I think it's going to evolve. And we will see more and more machine learning-based workflows coming in and AI also up supporting
0: um, this sector. Great. If you if look at the market, actually, the, so the tools, the vendors, when I'm looking for access governance, where will I find these? Are these the traditional IGA vendors? And this is built into their IGA offerings in their services, be it uh, as a service or be it on-premises? Or are there also specific access governance tools that augment, complement existing IAM, IGA so- solutions?
1: Definitely. The traditional IGA players are definitely the ones which you should look forward to. Uh, for specific access governance capabilities, but there are also uh, specialized access governance vendors in the market who are providing all the necessary tools, but on a more specialized level. Um, so they might not have certain capabilities around identity lifecycle management because we don't need them in access governance. But uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. So it's a combination of both kind of
0: vendors which are currently present in the market. Right when it comes to to integration, I think if when you say they are augmenting existing systems, there also needs to be a proper way of integrating. So, I, I assume the move forward or the way how to move forward is is APIs, secure APIs for integration. So interoperability is key as well.
1: Interop, yes, definitely interoperability is definitely the key when it comes to uh, with regards to one of the common adoption patterns that we have observed is uh, fulfillment. Uh, through identity provisioning is achieved by a managed service. And access governance is run within organizations to retain absolute control over the governance function. So it's 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 definitely interconnected between uh, running access governance uh, by organizations and also in some cases as a managed service. So there is definitely a possibility of, of
0: having good interoperability. Right. So so you, as I said, you have conducted um, extensive research in that area and that led to a leadership compass. So you just published uh, the Leadership Compass Access Governance. It is out there. Um, so the market is evolving. So it is really highly recommended for the audience to catch up with what changed. So what are some of the most recent changes that you would highlight when it comes to that market? So this Access Governance Leadership Compose,
1: uh, it follows our already published IGA Leadership compass, And um, in this specific one, we focused mainly on those vendors where we evaluated that only the Access Governance capabilities. Um, so in this specific leadership Compose, we have evaluated 25 vendors, and uh, Access Governance is, is essential. Uh, to business from a strategic point of view to ensure overall IT security and regulatory compliance, and uh, the level of identity access and risk intelligence has become a key differentiator between access governance product solutions. So, we eva- evaluated product
0: uh, vendors of all sizes who are also supporting customers of all sizes. Okay, great. So. The- I highly recommend the audience who's interested in catching up with what has changed, especially the regulated ones or the, those who just want to make sure that they are doing things properly, that they head over to our website, kupingercole.com and go to the research section and look either for your name, Nitish, or for just the Leadership Compass Access Governance and yeah, learn more about the market and try to identify the right tooling for themselves. Um, and how to improve, how to get better in terms of in improving their identity fabric and building new blocks into their reference architecture that they use for their IGA purposes. Thank you very much, Nitish, for telling me so much interesting insights into the market of access governance being a subsector of IGA, but more. Uh, so thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, and we'll be having you soon again. We won't wait that long again. Thanks, and bye-bye.
1: Thank you. Bye.